Blind Tag, the wrestling show for people who may or may not be going to Money in the Bank. Mm. I'm your co-host, Rondo Volano, and I may be going to Money in the Bank. I'm your co-host, Matt Raddick, and I may be going to Money in the Bank. I am not going to Money in the Bank. I am oh, going Matthew, to Money in the Bank. I thought we would going. do a fun game where like two podcasters enter, one goes to Money in the Bank, and one stays in Seattle, and we would just sort of hash it out over the course of this show. Would it be like one of us has to climb a ladder and grab a briefcase mm. to see who gets the plane tickets to Chicago? Yes, one one person will climb a ladder, and inside that ladder is my cell phone, which has my plane tickets uh, downloaded onto it. Well, I can guarantee that my fear of heights would prevent me <laughs> from getting on the ladder and then getting on the plane. That's, uh, that's a very And then sitting good point. in your nosebleed seats that I'm sure you purchased. You know, they're decent seats. Tell actually. me about. Tell me about your view. Um, I, I I know that we're sitting in like a corner, but I don't know. We're in the 100 sections, so I feel that like sounds, that's like that's, that's like probably decent. like a first balcony. Yeah, that's what I would. That's what I would say. So yeah, certainly not, not floor. So right. But, I mean, it's not like the 300s. Yeah, that's true. It's not the bleacher that's, seats. That's very true. Got some nice. Got some nice mid range seats. It came with a with a nice two for two for one package where you got tickets to Money in the Bank and to NXT Takeover. I'm so sorry to hear that. I am so thrilled to hear that. I'm so excited. Where excited. is Money in the Bank? It is in Chicago, weekend. Illinois. Where where specifically? Where is it being performed? It is at the Allstate Arena. And what sort of arena is that? It's a sport arena of well, some yeah, sort? Yeah, they're all sorts of sports arenas. It's where the Chicago Bulls make their home. It might be where the Chicago Blackhawks make their home, but fuck the Blackhawks. So. And that's basketball. That Well, the first one is basketball. So it's Chicago a basketball Bulls. It's a basketball court. It's a basketball court. It's a basketball arena, you might say. Like a street ball no. court? Like an outdoor cage no, kind of no, thing? No, it's like a... It's is like this a, a big cage match? <laughs> Unfortunately, no big cage matches. It's about a 17,000... I mean, I mean, you could make an, you could make an argument that an arena is just a cage full of 17,000 people, but that's not necessarily how they would define it. Well, Money in the Bank is this Sunday. It Matthew is, sure is. is going, but much more importantly, we just concluded mm. E3 it, we 2018. Did. We did. We did. You we and sure I did. personally, the Electronics we Entertainment We did it. We brought Expo. it to a close, you and I. And what was your favorite revelation mm. from E3 2018? Mm. What what big games from big companies are you most excited about? Boy, boy. Um, well, I'll give you time to ponder that. Okay, sure. I'll, I'll explain a little bit about E3. Yep. This is where the big, the big electronics companies, but like, from my perspective and from a lot of people's perspective, this is when the big video game companies come out and they announce new hardware, mm-hmm. new software, mm-hmm. new firmware, mm-hmm. uh, new underwear, mm-hmm. anything that they have. Basically just wares in all states of yes. hardness and softness. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we test their wares and we yes. test the, the propensity and the durability and the firmness of and their we wares. we see just how hard they are. Exactly. Uh, the, the thing about this, though, is that it's usually... Uh, first party or triple a developers sure. with some independent stuff and there's not a lot of presence from the indie scene mm-hmm. so it's mostly your nintendos your microsoft's yeah. your sony's yeah. microsoft there you go there's hey, all software. Hey, there we go um they did it to themselves they did it to themselves they do that's what really hurts really a two for one micro and soft exactly that's my 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 favorite joke yeah you know mm-hmm. why bill gates can't get dates because he's Microsoft. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> That's the one. That's it. Okay, That's cool. the punchline. 
Oh, and we we I, we can't talk about WWE 2K19 mm-hmm. yet, unfortunately, mm-hmm. even though it is my and your personal favorite video game. Right, we're under embargo. They have announced, though, that they will be revealing the information that we already know, but again, under embargo. Yeah. They will be doing a digital showcase of some sort on Monday, mm-hmm. June 18th. The day after this episode, this episode airs. Yes, sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh at, on June 18th at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Sure. So if you're just as excited about us, even though we already know what they're going to talk about because mm-hmm. we're what you would call industry insiders. <laughs> you might call us that. You can learn all about uh, whatever game I was talking about, WWE 2K19. WWE 2K19, yes. I wonder if there's going to be a presence of that game at uh, Money in the Bank. Maybe I too, some ads. I too have pondered that question for approximately 15 minutes since you told me that they were having an event on Monday. I'm surprised. So they haven't publicly announced the, the cover athlete. Right, yes. Which I'm surprised about because you would think that if they're going to announce this information around E3 time, they would want mm-hmm. to have posters and stuff plastered all over Money in the Bank. Yeah, right. Which, I mean, they they might, but I, they do have a lot of superstars they That'd could choose from. That'd be an you know? unceremonious way to reveal the cover star. Well, that's true, but it would be sort of a, a viral a viral marketing, you know, and a sort of way to engage with the WWE universe and say, you know, we care about you, the fans, first, not just these industry bigwigs like Ron and Matt that, you know, they get all the insider information. Exactly. We want to we reveal these things to you. We want to reveal ourselves to you before we reveal ourselves to anyone else. Man, remember when I was a games industry insider? Yeah, those, right. Those, those were the good days. times. Those were the days. You would get all those press releases. <sighs> My email to to. was constantly buzzing. Now I get like one a day. It's mm. usually an Amazon receipt. <laughs> from a video game that you ordered. <laughs> the only video game news you get is when you get a receipt from that time you ordered exactly. a video game. Yeah. So, so to go back to the original yes. question, yes, right. what is your favorite announcement from the E3? Well, Electronics Entertainment expose expose well uh you know as you mentioned we're, we we can't talk too much about about w, wwe 2k19 but i was pretty surprised to hear some of the big news from wwe at at e3 yeah and they actually announced that they're launching uh, a console of their own which i think was with which i think was pretty interesting that was surprising it yeah. was very surprising um and do it, you remember the name of the the platform well of course it was the wwe smashbox Oh, exactly. That's right. How yeah. could I forget? Yeah. How could you forget? Yeah. And so it's, it's sort of, you know, they're they're incorporating a lot of like VR capabilities and stuff like that. They really want to get their fans, get the WWE in the uni- universe, in the ring, you know, make them feel like they're part of the action. Um, so so that was pretty exciting. It's going to be exciting to see. I, I'm assuming that WWE 2K19 is going to launch on that platform. Well, I thought you were actually going to bring up, they, they didn't talk about 2K19, but they mm. actually talked about 2K2020. Mm, interesting. Because it's something about foresight is hindsight or something. Uh, so looking yes, ahead, yes. 2020. But yeah, no, I'm excited about the Smashbox too. Yeah, I'm really excited for the Smashbox 360. Yeah, I think that's gonna be when really that good. Comes out and the spec, the Smashbox One X. <laughs> I think that should be pretty good. That should be pretty good as well when we get that. I wonder if they're gonna sort of just accelerate the release process and all those. Like we know we got them. All, they they've got them all. You know, so maybe they're just gonna put out a new console every six months or so. I was really surprised by the the platform's tagline, which is mm. Smashbox. I hardly know box. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was a very it was a very surprising tagline. Sort of a a different sort of thing for them. Sort of kind of kind of a gross yeah kind of tagline. Oh yeah, that they did. I would say it's very gross. I was also pretty surprised to hear that they were going to put a battle royale mode in WWE 2K18. I just thought that that was like you know they were going to do like a free to play. 
battle royale mode yeah no i I was surprised that they actually took battle royals out of 2k 19 <laughs> they updated wwe 2k 18 to remove battle royals yeah right they were like we don't we wouldn't possibly want to be associated with all these Fortnites and PUBGs. we 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 can't have that we can't have that tarnishing our, our good reputation people will start thinking we're going to start selling loot boxes or something like that we only sell smash boxes we only sell smash boxes here at wwe video game studios the very real wwe video game company that is releasing a proof why isn't there an internal video game development wing of the wwe they have films they have film wwe entertainment is that what it's called it is, uh yes it is no it's called wwe studios oh yeah it was nba <laughs> entertainment that's yeah. what we talked WWE about wwe entertainment would just be world wrestling entertainment, entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> sort of a little bit redundant. It, the whole thing is ww entertainment yes. that's right right um, I mean, they do put out a lot of like video game, at least adjacent things. Like they they have like four or five different mobile games. They did like a. Oh, that's true. They did a. Who develops um, those though? I don't know. I mean, they did one with um that was like like a partnership with um whoever makes the Mortal Kombat games. Angry Birds. Yes, Angry Birds, the developers of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> That's um, the one where you just you have the little like wrestler heads and you pull them back and yep. you smash through all of them. That's yeah, definitely you smash through the boxes. That's going to be that's where they, they got do. the name. They did like a trading card game thing once. Oh yeah, uh, that's still going on. Yeah, they I think they've got some kind of sort of bejeweled adjacent thing where you're yeah starting. that's like like puzzle fighter right where yeah, you're right. you're doing uh, match threes and then your wrestler does like a suplex. Yeah, something like that. I think they have something called like WWE Champions too, and I don't know what that is, but I keep seeing like a like an animated Shinsuke Nakamura in between between segments on SmackDown, and it, it, it's very confusing. They should do like that. Uh, what was it called? Something Blade, where you uh, you just like swipe the screen to fight. Oh, like Fruit actually... Ninja, or that? No, <laughs> <laughs> is that not what you're talking about? That's not what I'm talking okay. about. I mean, like a fully 3D rendered wrestler, and you swipe to dodge and like tap to punch and, and stuff you, like and that. And you swipe to to cut them with blades. You, yeah, you swipe to cut the fruit. Cut the fruit with like them. a ninja. <laughs> What was the thing that about at E3 that you were most excited about, Ron? Oh, I said it was uh, WWE 2K2020. Oh yes, of course. How could I forget? So right. sorry. I mean, I'm I'm also excited for WWE 2K19 mm-hmm. and uh, WWE 2 2K10. They're just taking it back, <laughs> taking it back a little bit. Just turning... eight, not very far. It's yeah. not like classic guys. It's no. just like guys that. You know, some of them are still around, and they're they're trying to to somehow it's a justify. budget title. Yeah, right. They're trying to justify those awkward those awkward years that they had for a while, where it was it was just wrestling was not very good, and they're and they're trying to to you know be like, oh, now it's an, like nostalgia thing. You remember that? That was nice. Go watch it on the WWE. Yeah, you Network. remember? It's all sort of sort of a cross promotional. Who was the biggest tactic. guy in 2010? The biggest guy in 2010 was probably John Cena or Randy Orton or maybe Evolution. I think Evolution might have been going on at that time. Evolution was a stable that involved Triple H, Randy Orton, Batista, and Ric Flair. Ric Flair was yeah. wrestling ten years ago. Yep. When he was ninety, I think I think that was ten years ago. I think I don't think it was old, that long ago. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it was it was relatively recently. Evolution is a fairly recent thing. Weird. It's a weird thing. Well. I'm well, excited. Hey. I'm excited for E3. Hey, thanks to all the uh, AAA devs. Thanks for all the to all the indies who made it out there. Yep. Tried setting up a booth, got denied. Mm-hmm. Really respect you. Really appreciate you. Thanks shout for coming out. out. Shout out to all those devs. Thanks for coming to our event, E3 2018. Yep, maybe, it was a big success. You know, as our tagline says, E3 2018, maybe next year. E3 2018, Smashbox, <laughs> I hardly know box. <laughs>
<laughs> there it is, our our classic slogan. Uh, hey, should we talk about this uh, this pay per view that we've got coming up here? Yes, but before we do that, uh, did you E three twenty eighteen just concluded? <laughs> I don't know if you do that. I did know that. Uh, there was it, it concluded with a uh, a Street Fighter five tournament. It sure did between the New Day and the Elite. And if you don't know who the Elite is, because you're me, it's Kenny Omega and two other guys who are the Young Bucks yeah. from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yes. I was texting you this earlier, and I was like, I don't know if you know who the Young Bucks are, if that has crossed your into your purview. I'm aware that they have Funko Pop figures. Okay. Okay. Are you aware that they have shirts at Hot Topic? Oof. Now you now you do. Now I, now I know where to get one. Now you know. Now you know. Um, they, they do a lot of super kicks. They're, okay. They're pretty cool. They're pretty nice. They do a lot guys. of bucking around. They do a lot of bucking around. Those young those young bucks, they like to buck. Anyway, you didn't you didn't finish watching this tournament. No, I didn't. I didn't have time to finish watch I was watching it at work today and I kept being drawn into it and then my boss kept walking by and I kept having to like really quickly minimize that screen. Um, can I can we do spoilers for yeah, you? Sure. I'm fine. Oh, it was actually super intense. So so I'll tell you okay, so here's the way that this I'll I'll walk people through where I got to and then you can fill in sure. the gaps. So the the origins of this tournament this challenge that that took place was that kenny omega and um xavier woods are both big street fighter players and they apparently had two matches against they, they faced off twice previously and you know put it up on their youtube channels or whatever and they each won one of those rounds so this was supposed to be the sort of grudge match uh and they decided to bring their boys with them so kenny omega brought the elite or well brought the young bucks so that they could be the elite um and Xavier Woods brought the remaining members of the New Day. Your boys, the New Day, you might say. Um, they had a three versus three tournament, which concluded with the New Day taking a victory because uh, Xavier Woods very wisely dodged Kenny Omega in the second round because he knew Kenny could have a chance at beating him, but that he could easily, easily beat uh, Matt Jackson. Correct. So New Day took the first round, but then Kenny Omega, in his rage, he challenged Xavier Woods to a one-on-one -on -one bout uh, between between the two of them, a best of five. Not best of five. It was first to five. First to five. I oh, thought wow. it was Shit. best to five, but it was first to five. First to five. They played a lot of rounds of Street they Fighter. They played a lot of Street Fighter, uh, and it was between uh, it was between Kenny Omega and Xavier Woods going one on one, um, and uh, Xavier Woods was playing as someone named Ibuku, who doesn't mean anything to me, but uh, Kenny Omega was playing as Cody, which is a character that uh, he yes. portrayed in a commercial that he did for Street Fighter yeah. Five. Cody has not been released in Street Fighter Five yet, and he was playing oh, yes. as Cody as sort of a promotional thing yes. for Capcom, I suppose. Yes, it was very, it was very fun. Um, and the 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 stakes for this was that the losing team. Uh, with Woods and Omega representing them, respectively, the losing team would have to eat some habanero peppers. Yes, each member of the team would have to eat one habanero pepper. Right. So as I was watching, uh, Xavier Woods won the first two matches, and mm -hmm. then Kenny Omega won the second two matches, mm -hmm. and that's when I had to stop watching the show. There was uh, a lot of very, very good trash talk going on. Oh, yeah, it was At very good. At one point, good. the new—the I'm sorry, the new Bucks, uh, <laughs> the Young Bucks super kicked this weird the Street Fighter Five employee that was like— Oh, like he was the announcer. An announcer. Yeah. They kicked him in the—they super kicked him in the chest and knocked him out, which was pretty funny. Um, also, it seemed like he took it pretty well, so yeah. that's good. Uh, so what else happened? They they stayed neck and neck for the rest of it. Okay. Until so it, it, went, was it was like a 5-4 victory? Uh, yeah, but it went, so to win, you have to win two, two fights yep. to get like one point, yep. a match point, yep. I guess, yep. like tennis. So it actually went, it was four on four and then each one had, uh, 
fight won. Oh, so wow. it literally came down to the last fight, and it was taken by none other than Kenneth Omega. Kenny the Cleaner. Kenny the Cleaner cleaned it up. And so it was on the new day to eat habanero peppers, mm-hmm. one each, three peppers, Xavier Woods being being the the man that he is, being the, the champion that the he is, sporting champion. Yes, exactly. He said, "I'm going to take this for my team." Oh shit! <laughs> and I'm going to eat three <laughs> habanero peppers. That's such a bad idea. He ate two, uh huh, and then was seemed to be in an extreme amount of pain. <laughs> and then Kenny Omega said, "Anything you can do, I can do better." No. And so he came out and he ate one. And he was in an extreme amount of pain. Oh, my gosh. And then uh, Xavier Woods was back on the mic, and he said, between the two of us, we have eaten three (laughs) habanero peppers, and I think that is enough. And then they they made up, and they squashed their beef. Did they really? Yeah, and and they actually ended up doing this, this, like, kind of talking about, like, hey, this is a really great thing that we did, and, like, we're from two completely different brands, yeah, and yeah. they actually let us work together to do this because this was broadcasted on Xavier Woods' YouTube, YouTube channel, channel, Up, Up, Down, Down, which is a WWE yeah, property, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. But they let these people from New Japan come, and so it was very much like, hey, this was like an honor to do this, and it was great. We like Xavier Woods just like messaged Kenny Omega on mm-hmm. Twitter, like they had never met before, and oh, he was wow. like, hey, you're into Street Fighter, I am too. Do you want to do this thing? Kind of get like a collaboration going. Yeah, right. And so. They did this whole feud, and they basically said, like, yeah, we're going to work on more stuff like this to kind of bring different brands together, oh, bring wow. different superstars together. Because, like, that, this is the kind of stuff that the fans want to see, but, like, right. the brands aren't going to, like, make this happen in legitimate ways. Yeah. Like, there's no way that the Elite's going to come on to WWE yeah, and, and, and fight the New Day. There's no way that the New Day is going to show up and do a guest spot on an episode of New Japan right. or something like that. Exactly. So they're doing these kinds of things to kind of bridge that gap, which sure. is really cool. Yeah, that is really interesting. But as I watched it, okay, okay, that that whole thing is cool. Sure. As I was watching these matches, I was wondering how much of this was in kayfabe, like the 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 matches themselves, like the video game gameplay. Right. Oh yeah, I think it was super gimmicked. Because yeah, it seemed like there were extreme advantages at certain points, yeah, yeah. and the fact that it got down to four verse four on four and then one to one. Yeah. Felt very much like maybe that last match is the yeah, one that they yeah. were both really trying. Yeah, right. I, there was one match where, like, I think Cody took, like, I think Cody got a perfect match. He, like, did, like, yeah, Xavier didn't get a hit in or something like well, that. Kenny as Cody. Yeah, right. Oh, got wow. Perfect. Weird. <laughs> um, yeah, and I was just like, oh, I, I can't imagine that Xavier Woods is bad enough to not even score, like, a single hit throughout this whole match. Um, that that just seems crazy to me. Um, so, yeah, I think it was, like, fairly gimmicked. But, I mean, I thought it was pretty impressive that they made it seem realistic enough that we had to question sure. whether or not that happened. Like, Right, I was honestly even on in, like, the edge of my seat. watching a video game yeah. gameplay, you know? Like, like it, I, I felt like a lot of this really went to show, like, how good all of these guys are at being wrestlers. Like, through the, like, the, the con- they were basically, like, promoing for, like, an hour and a half because they were, like, staying in character and, like, continually, oh, sure. like, ribbing each other and stuff like that. Like, it was really, really well done. And I, it just, like, and, and the fact that, I don't know, they can, you know, make it make a video game fighting competition look realistically, even though it, it seemed pretty clear to me that it was gimmicked. I mean, especially because, like, like Kenny was having to play this character that probably he's not super familiar with as a way to promote that character for the new game. Like, sure. You know, it's, 
it's, it's all really well done. They're both pretty good at Street Fighter, though. They are both very good at Street Fighter. I watched this and I was like, man, I, I wish I knew that single shit about fighting right, games. Yeah, I don't exactly. know anything at all. Well, congrats to Kenny Omega, the champion of Street Fighter Five. Congrats to him. I will say that uh, that Xavier Woods posted a very good tweet after the fact. Um, here's the picture that he posted, Ron. Oh. It is just a picture of, uh, of his pants around his ankles. And he says, I've puked three times. I can now feel the heat moving through my intestine like a stone the size of my fist. The battle on the other end begins. Worth it. This what, is one of the happiest what's days. What's on in the life. floor in that picture? Three bottles of water. Three bottles not of water. Not one, not two, but three bottles of water. Congrats to Kenny Omega, the champion. Yep. And speaking of champions. Speaking of champions. One, two. Welcome to Brock Spotting, <laughs> your weekly update on all things WWE Universal Champion Brock Lesnar. The one and only. We have a little bit of news about Brock Lesnar this week. Just a smidge. It's, it's again not real news. It's news about news that isn't happening. Sure. It's a report of a thing that may or may not happen. So. It's it's less than a rumor. Sure, right. It's an idea that someone put out <laughs> onto the internet. And that idea is that there so far there is no evidence that Brock Lesnar is actually going to fight at SummerSlam. Yeah, that's interesting. Which, we got money in the bank coming up. Mm-hmm. SummerSlam is in August, September? August, yeah. That And that was, we assume, the next time that he would show that up. We would because see Brock Lesnar. traditionally the next biggest show. Yeah, right. After, uh, in comparison to... WrestleMania, it's yeah. SummerSlam. Yeah. Well, and and the, the other thing is that the speculation is is that his contract, his new contract, expires after SummerSlam. So the the sensible thing for him to do would be to drop the drop the title at SummerSlam, presumably to Roman Reigns, and then to go off into the sunset and and go do UFC stuff again. Exactly. Retire for the third time or whatever. Then Brock didn't show up to work on right. Monday. Yes. And that exactly. is the news about Brock Lesnar. That is, that is Brock spotting. In in the spirit of. Uh, of Brock spotting, though, we decided to bring you uh, a Brock fact. Yes. A hashtag Brock fact. You know, not that... a lot of news in the world of Brock. No, Lesnar, not at all. But we know that the people are hungry for some Brock knowledge. So we've got some Brock facts. We've got it. We've been tweeting out some of it all week. But we have one submitted by a listener named James. Listener and brother of the show, James. <laughs> uh, I would say official brother of Blind Tech, the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, James says, many, many wonder where Brock Lesnar's power comes from. The answer, of course, is the alien symbiote Venom, which makes sense because the first person that Venom infected was Eddie Brock. Of course, yes. So it makes sense that it would then go on to another Brock. Yes, yes. It transfers from Brock to Brock. Uh, James also included here a picture of Eddie Brock Mm -hmm. as the the symbiote Mm -hmm. Venom. Yeah, I, I, you know. I think there's a resemblance there. <laughs> I can see it. They're yeah. both they're both meaty men with bad haircuts. Yeah, they're both very meaty white men with bad haircuts. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you, James, for submitting your uh, Brock fact, your hashtag Brock fact. Yep. Anybody else, any listeners out there, if you have facts about Brock Lesnar, be they true or very true, please <laughs> tweet them at us at BlindTagCast on Twitter. Send them to our email, BlindTagCast at gmail.com. And this, my friends, has been Brock Spotting. Let's please, for the love of Christ, go down the Money in the Bank card because there are like 40 matches and we are about 25 minutes deep into this show. I do think that there's one thing that we need to mention about this week of wrestling before we get too deep into the card. Because unfortunately, it would appear that this person is not going to be a part of the Money in the Bank card. 
And that is, of course, our dear friend Constable Corbin. Oh, I thought you were going to say Brock Lesnar. Well, no. We already talked about Brock Lesnar, unless you want to sort of rehash that segment. Oh, my apologies. Just, no. Just please. do it again. Constable Corbin, yeah. Constable Corbin. Uh, this is really just to say that I love this segment. And also, most importantly, I love this haircut. Constable Corbin has finally cut his hair. Now Baron I can. Baron Corbin has finally parted ways with that with that awful mess. Of I can stuff. officially respect Baron Corbin. Now. <laughs> he came out so much more well dressed than he usually does, and and he had a shaved head. He looked great. He looked great out there. It was it was a really good look for him. It was also like I feel like usually any kind of look like that, any look change like that, like ends up being a part of a storyline. Sure. So I was kind of surprised that they didn't try and do like a like a weird hair versus hair match or something like that, or or right. I don't know, have Stephanie just come out and be like well you can be my constable but like you have to you have to look to, the part you have to look the part sort of thing him and him and braun should have done a hair match that would have been amazing because they both they both and both lost there <laughs> they should have both lost everybody loses uh wwe actually posted a youtube video of baron getting his hair cut yeah it's right. about a minute long it's a pretty good video because he's just like not really in character kind of yep. and he's obviously with like the wwe hair right police right. but still kind of saying fuck the fans because right. like you made fun of my haircut <laughs> right well well he said like he gets it cut down and he like looks at the mirror and he says yeah that's a good length and then he says something about now people on the internet will have one less thing to complain about yeah right which is very true and mm-hmm. and we we give baron corbin shit for having a bad haircut because yeah. he's a pretty good wrestler he's a pretty good wrestler who, who doesn't win a lot of matches yeah. because of bad booking but more importantly, worse hair. Yeah, right. I think that's really the, the, been the thing that, that has held him back. So hopefully this is a new leaf in his career. I mean, he still has a very, very bad belly button. Uh, he still has <laughs> a very, very bad tattoo on his arm with a backwards 13 on it. Oh, so, yeah. So, you know. Baron's got a lot going on. But he's got now a lot going on. The hair's not one of on. Maybe he's not a 13. I feel like it's a clock, and it's like a backwards 11 or something like that. No, well, a, a, ba- a backwards work. 11 would just be an 11. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. We've talked about this. It's like the 6 or the 3 or something. Is, Bad tattoos. It's wrong. Yeah. Uh, we've all got them. We've all got our fair share. Well, sorry, Baron. You're not going to be there on yeah. Sunday. But, I am just really excited to great. see where this segment goes, and I am excited to see this man have, have so much less hair. I'm hoping the big reveal is that Baron Corbin, now that he's bald, mm-hmm is actually Kurt Angle's real son. Oh, oh, they do have a striking resemblance. Uh, I mean, mostly it's the bald thing. It's the but, bald thing. But, but, you know, they've got a they've got a good thing going on. Let's talk about this Money in the Bank card. Let's do it quickly. Let us too. do it quickly. At the top of the list, which apparently it was announced, as you told me, the pre-show will be the Bludgeon Brothers, which are Harper and Rowan, mm-hmm. versus Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson in a tag team match for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Championship. Matthew, who? I don't care how we got here. Nobody yep. cares. Nope, doesn't who really do matter. you think is going to win? Do you think the bro- the Bludgeon Brothers, the the, the Hammer Bros, the are they going bludgeon. to are they going to retain their title? Or are Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson may or may not be the club? Are they going to take it? Here's my thinking. We we had speculated, I had speculated that this was maybe a sort of throwaway match because because that they had they had ambitions to do a tag team money in the bank match. Um sure. We were wrong. Yep. It's been it's happened before. It'll happen again. Well, for me at least. Okay. I'm wrong all the time. Thank you. Um but that didn't happen. So that means that this match has a little bit more of a stake in it. I feel like the WWE has had a significant investment in trying to make the Bludgeon Brothers a big deal. And 
trying to make them seem like a very legitimate threat. So that makes me think that they should retain the championship. But I wonder if maybe that's just not working because 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 now they're putting this match in the pre-show and it doesn't yeah. actually matter and 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 who cares. I, so maybe the club is going to win. That's my thinking. Are they still trying to put the Bludgeon Brothers over as this big scary threat to right. to uh, SmackDown or no because nobody's because the nobody's fans really aren't really into, into it. it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to go with they're sticking to their guns, and I'm going to say that the Bludgeon Brothers are going to win this. I think so, too. I don't think... Because if I know the WWE, they will hammer a point home until so well you, past we are tired of buy them. one t-shirt. Yes, exactly. They did I, just get a t-shirt, too, which I, I think maybe is a sign towards their, they're, they're keeping them together. I agree. Or maybe that t-shirt hasn't been selling, and mm-hmm. so they're going to take them apart. Maybe. I doubt that. I think I, I think Bludgeon Brothers are here to stay for at least a few more months. How much do you think the WWE gauges on t-shirt sales? A very, very large amount. Yeah? Absolutely. I think that nobody likes Rusev, but Rusev sells a fuck ton of t-shirts because of Rusev Day. What do you mean nobody likes Rusev? I, I don't think anybody like backstage like likes oh. Rusev and thinks he's a good character or like, think, like wants to make him a big deal or anything like that. Okay. I so think like the they, writers and stuff. Yeah. Well, I think when I when I say nobody, I mean like like... I mean Vince McMahon pretty much exclusively, and all the people that that answer sure. to him. I feel like the writers have to like him because he's funny. And everything that like I've heard about the writers is that like they enjoy good things, but they do not always get the power to do good things. Well, now they have so. Lana Day shirts. Well, now they have Lana Day shirts, and those are very good too. Also, Lana can't seem to figure out whether or not she has a Russian accent. Or I know, not anymore, I was which is very that too. very funny. <laughs> I th- like I saw something on Twitter that was like, "Oh, Lana dropped the accent. Cool." And then like I watched the segment and I was like, "No, I think she just forgot. <laughs> she just did a bad job of it." Yeah. She said like a couple words without it and then I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Um anyway, well, her shirt is also red, white, and blue. It's that is not true. the Bulgarian That is true. It's colors. the Russian colors. Oh, that's the Russian flag. Wow, I didn't put that together. Yeah. Is she? She's. Oh yeah, she's a ravishing Russian. Ravishing Russian. Wow. So they didn't like retcon that to make her Bulgarian yeah. after they like yeah. kind of fixed Rusev's thing. Oh yeah. my god, that's dumb. She's an American lady without an accent. Uh, didn't so, we deduce this? Didn't she grow up in the in the USSR? I, I don't know. Yeah, it was somewhere else. It was like Portugal or some shit where oh, she went yeah. dancing. But her like parents were were immigrants. Yeah, from there. I don't remember. Anyway. Who cares? I uh, might buy that shirt this weekend. We'll see. I know. It's a good shirt. I think it's funny. Uh, I think it's funny to have that and not the, the Rusev Day one. I think it's funny to have both and wear both and wear two t-shirts. At the same time? Yeah. I'm going to you buy that shirt. You should sew them together. Yeah, and then I'm going to cut them both in half, and then I'm going to sew them back together. There you go. Sounds perfect. Uh, so the rest of this card, there's a lot going on. There's, there's a like, lot going on. There's like five title matches. Actually, one, two, three, four. There's literally five title matches. Yeah. And there's a lot of matches that don't matter. That's true. And so I was having trouble putting this card together because I usually try to go in the order that mm-hmm. I think it's going to mm-hmm. go in. But knowing that the WWE likes to pace their shows very poorly, I didn't know what to do. So sure. next on the list, I have Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn. Yeah. The, in a terms feud of, that we've talked about a lot. Yes. In terms of card placement, I do think that this is really interesting because it it wants it. I mean. As we've kind of talked about with the Bludgeon Brothers and many other people, it seems that for whatever reason, the WWE has a very extremely vested interest in making Bobby Lashley a thing that we care about, despite the fact that no one seems to really care about Bobby Lashley. So I now pity Bobby Lashley. I like you like you feel bad for him? Yes. Hmm. I don't. So I the, 
to, to put it bluntly, I don't. I don't find any. I have found no humanity in this person at all. So it makes it very difficult for me to feel any kind of like emotion towards him. I think the connection I'm making with Bobby is he seems like that kid okay. in middle school who is not doing anything inherently wrong or bad but he's still like such an easy target sure that like even though he's not even necessarily a good guy he's just like he doesn't deserve what he's getting sure yeah and i I think that's why i'm starting to feel bad for bobby i see okay i mean i can i I can kind of at this point point, it's just bullying sure right how does this how does this make you feel about bobby lashley though that's a lot of muscles. There's a lot of muscles in Bobby Lashley's back. I was hoping I to find a good this. Bobby Lashley quote, but unfortunately I can't. Wait, <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, you don't have his Instagram open? I do have his Instagram open. The The last quote that he posted was, was the one we talked about last week, which is the greatest skill I've ever acquired was to embrace hate without becoming a hater. Mm-hmm. Um, which is true. It's fair. His most recent post is a, is a picture from behind of him doing a pull-up and... His back looks like it is a front. He has so many muscles I was thinking in his that. lower it looks back like abs. that it looks like he has abs. And also, strangely enough, a, a belly, belly button. button. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, head over to Instagram.com slash Bobby Lashley to find a very, very strange picture of Bobby Lashley. Do you think? Weird, weird back. Do you think Bobby's a robot that was made wrong? Um, it's possible. What's a Nutribolics? It's, I believe it's Nutribolics. Sure. And uh, I think What's it's, this neutral bullocks? <laughs> I think it's a supplement. That was also what he was advertising in his Mother's Day post with his mother. Oh god. Doing yeah. some deep dives in the Bobby Lashley Instagram. There's it, lots to lots to unpack here. Their Instagram's pretty good. It's got a lot of fit fit people. Oh, is this Bobby? Yep. There Maybe. he is. He's on the uh wow. He's a very strong man. He is very strong. Look at him picking up that tube. Anyway, do you think he'd be able to beat up Sami Zayn? I sure do. I think if there's one thing that is certain is that Bobby Lashley, after all this, is going to beat Sami Zayn. Or at least I hope so, because if Sami Zayn like wins this match, that means that we're just going to get more of this stuff, which, right. is, which is not good. This week, we got um, Sami Zayn challenging Bobby Lashley to do a military-style obstacle course. Yeah, it's getting embarrassing. Sure. Bobby crushed it, though. He sure did. He did it in like 45 seconds, and it was very impressive. He even stopped to do a little bit of showboating, yep. which is nice. Um, they did also actually say that, yeah, this is, uh, this is stolen valor. Corey Graves said on commentary that Sammy accused, uh, Bobby Lashley of stolen valor. So very cool. We're just going to be very pl- uh, straightforward about that moving uh, forward, I guess. I think that Sammy's going to win due to some chicanery. You do? And, Interesting. Yeah. I think, I think the push to make Bobby a human is not working yet and they sure. need a little, little bit more. Okay. So you, they're going to do a little bit more humanity building. Yes. Within this robot that we call Or more, more pity building, I'd sure. say. Okay. Hey, next up, I put the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Okay, a bold choice. Ember Moon versus Charlotte Flair versus Alexa Bliss versus Becky Lynch versus Natalia versus Lana versus Naomi versus Sasha Banks. Yes, it is a ladder match to determine the next holder of the women's Money in the Bank uh, contract. Who will climb the ladder? Who will retain the contract? Nobody knows. Where will we stop? Nobody knows. Uh, <laughs> nobody knows that either. Nobody knows anything. Um, the interesting observation that I had about this match that I hadn't really realized is that there's basically no bad guys in this match. The only person hmm. that is really working heel is Alexa Bliss. And I, it, going into this week, I thought that Lana would be included in that in that heel group as well. Yeah. But then this week, she had a um, a five on five uh, tag team match. Featuring all of the the women from SmackDown, 
that are competing in the ladder match against the Iconics, uh, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, and Carmella, who are all very, very clearly heels. Yeah, absolutely. So it's very weird. There's not a lot of bad guys in this match, and there's mm. not even like the whole like Sasha Banks versus Bailey dynamic. That, well, like, they've got the Becky Lynch and Charlotte kind of feuding right. and dynamic. So yeah, I was wondering if maybe one of them are gonna are gonna show a more a, a darker side during this match. Um, I was wondering if maybe Sasha Banks would turn, would show a more darker side in this match just because she's been kind of like sitting on the fence about where she stands mm-hmm. and where she fits in all of this. Um, but none of that is in, is entirely pertinent to who is actually going to win this match, uh, which I'm curious to see who you think is going to win this match, Ron. I, so if they're going to do the Lana and Rusev thing, which is what I want them to do. Okay. Okay. Then I would say Lana. Sure. The only other person who I feel would be like, really great with the contract Mm -hmm. is Naomi just coming out and dancing around and like dancing with the briefcase and just fucking with people. Okay. Okay. Like if she came out every now and again, if like if Carmella's a champion and Naomi just like randomly interrupted her matches, just dancing and stuff just Mm -hmm. to piss Carmella Mm -hmm. off. I feel like that'd be a good, a good way for a face to be holding the briefcase. Sure. Yeah. Kind of playing some mind games kind of thing like that. Yeah. I, I'm going to go with Naomi. You're going to go with Naomi. Okay, that's a bold choice. I am going to say... Hmm. You know... I, I don't think Rusev's going to get the men's. I'll say that right now. Okay. And that's I, why I don't think Lana's going to get the women's. Okay, sure. That's fair. I also don't think that the two of them are going to gonna take it. I think that Rusev has a better chance than God, than what Lana, a great bit that actually. would be, though. Right? It would be, it would be fantastic. God. I think that it is going to be i'm gonna say sasha banks that makes sense too yeah i think sasha banks has had not a lot to do for a while but she's a very very good wrestler and i think that her having a prop like this could really feed into the part of her character that's like you know you never know it it seems like they've, they've had a lot of questions about where her allegiances lie um as of late and so i think that yeah, putting her in this position where she's got this contract, she could turn it in on anybody. We don't yet know who is going to be the champion, the women's champion. And I don't think that they have a plan for how they want to use the contract immediately. So I think putting it on someone that they could, they could, you know, that could make use of it at any time. I also think, like, her coming out and, like, you know, doing her whole, like, I'm a boss thing with a briefcase. Sure. Maybe she'll just embrace the suit and tie and I mean, come out with a briefcase. It's sort of the same as Naomi coming out and dancing. Sure. I, right. I get that. Uh, we've got a pretty good pace going here. Yeah. Next match I have on this card is Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass. Big old Cass and his big old ass. That's the one. That's the one. I'm 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 confused about the direction that we're going here because because this match happened at Backlash as well. Yep. And this isn't like a Shinsuke Nakamura AJ Styles thing where like the stakes have been raised over time or anything like that. It's just kind of it's just kind of the same thing that that was happening last time, and so. The, the the thing that I think makes the most sense is for Daniel Bryan to win this match. However, I don't know why we're having this match again if it's just going to be the exact same result of Daniel Bryan beating Big Cass. To maybe so, end the stupid feud? That's what I would hope. But my fear is that Big Cass is going to win this match and Me then too. this feud is going to continue. That being said, I think I am going to say Daniel Bryan's going to win this match. Perfect. I'm going to go with Big Cass. Okay. All right. Just because I think they need to do something to put him over because you can... I mean, put him over as a heel. Yeah. Because you, you can put him over by having him beat Daniel Bryan, and then just the next week have Daniel Bryan fight somebody else, and Daniel Bryan's still going to be over. Yeah, like that's a really good point. Like, Daniel doesn't need to, like, go out on his back right now or anything like that. Like, it's it's fine for him to 
put big cast over here and still retain the same amount of of yeah energy yeah i mean he's he's untouchable you know like there, there's no amount of, sure. of like him losing that is really gonna like be a detriment to his character or how much the fans love him so yeah that's a very good point ron now the next I've learned so much i know i've learned so much about bad writing <laughs> The next match that I have on here, which I think is going to happen later now that I'm looking at this, sure. is Nia Jax, the current women's Raw champion. Yes. Ugh, the Raw women's champion. Those are, those are all words that sound are part of that sentence. Uh, versus Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey, the baddest woman on the planet. They They're keep... calling this the biggest women's championship match of all time. Sure. Which I would say is horse apples. Yeah. But they keep kind of going back and forth on who's who's the face, who's the heel, who's right, who's right. really the jerk here. Yeah. I don't care. This isn't <laughs> like a feud that, that should matter. I think Ronda's going to win. I think they're going to put the title on her and then kind of further this feud between her and Nia because I don't think that Nia gets nice things. I think that there is a lot that makes sense to that, Ron. I will, I will admit. Um, however, I do think... Nia Jax is going to win this match. I hope she does. I'll, I, I'll say that. I hope that Nia wins. Yeah, and I mean, this may be wishful thinking, but I am hoping that WWE has learned some lessons from, like, you know, putting too much on someone too soon and trying to, to push them too hard too soon. Because, like, I mean, I, I think that it it's also a situation in which they would be writing themselves into a corner by having this person that they're trying to make into a big deal. She wins her first two matches it, she immediately wins the championship, and then it's like, how do you ever make her losing seem legitimate because she's right. such a big deal? I, I also think it's bad optically for the WWE's like male and female top champions to both be UFC stars, and I feel like they don't oh, want weird. that to be their optics. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I, I do think that this is like the Daniel Bryan situation where Ronda can lose and still have just as much heat because she's Ronda Rousey. Right, and that's kind of how I feel. How I feel too. Um, but I really do hope that this is. I hope this is a good match, and I hope that this is a good showcase of, of Ronda's skills. And I, I hope that moving forward, she has more matches on just regular episodes of raw, because I think this whole, like she wrestles every major pay-per-view thing as with Brock Lesnar, is not, not working so good. And I, and I don't feel like the crowd is super into this, even though like people are pretty into Ronda Rousey being part of WWE. Moving right on down our card, moving right on down. Something happened this week. Yes, it did. My it friend, good. my very good friend and my favorite musician, Elias, mm. came out. Yes, he did. And he showed off a gift that he received from John Mayer. Your favorite musician. My favorite your musician. Your second favorite musician. John Elias. Mayer. Yes. It was a, a custom guitar for Elias. Okay. And then... It was very ugly. It was fine. It had an airbrushed Intercontinental Championship on it. And it said Elias twice, I it believe. It did. It did. Not once, but twice. Uh... It looked like something that Elias might have made, actually. It which looks is like very something funny. Elias would commission at the boardwalk. <laughs> That's also very possible. He, Elias received a gift from John Mayer. From John Mayer himself. Seth John Rollins. Mayer was not there, just for the record. He, he was not. Seth Rollins comes out and says, oh, this is a nice I guitar. I wonder if John Mayer had any like, inkling of knowledge that this was going on. Like, Did they call John Mayer? Or it was John Mayer just like, what the fuck? Why are all these wrestling people talking about me? Do you think John Mayer thinks it's funny, or is he like annoyed? Uh, I would say annoyed. John John Mayer seems like he would be someone that gets annoyed by something fun like this. Uh, but John Mayer also has a pretty good sense of humor. Does he? Yeah. I thought he was a turd. He had a, He's like a turd, but he also had a TV <laughs> show for a couple seconds that was he a comedy. He had a comedy. TV show? I think it was only like a one episode thing, but wow. he's pretty funny. Uh, John Mayer, who knew? Seth Rollins comes out. Yes, he does. What did he do? He, well, he had some mean things to say to, to Elias. First of all, but he said, 
Elias, I want to like you. I just looked up John Mayer's Twitter. <laughs> it's very funny. He's a funny guy. What's John Mayer's got? Twitter bio is, I'm John Mayer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he knows what the fans I'm gonna, want. I'm going to change my Twitter profile to, I'm John Mayer. <laughs> I'm also Mayer. John Mayer. <laughs> Look at this video. He's dancing in front of these two guys in towels on the beach. Yeah. What's up with John Mayer? No, I think John Mayer's a funny guy. I think I think he's probably he's really into purple these days. Like a real bastard in real life. Yeah, I bet but do you know who else turd. is? Who's that? Seth Rollins. Oh, what did he do? That bastard Seth Rollins. He comes out and he says, Elias, I want to like you. You're a good musician. You're on top of the world, but you're being an a-hole. And then to prove that Elias is an a-hole, mm. Seth Rollins smashes Elias's custom guitar that he received from John Mayer. He but did. the mayor himself. The mayor himself, John Mayer. He did he did in fact do that. There's so, no there's no denying. So that. now we have a singles match for the WWE Intercontinental Championship between Seth Rollins and Elias. Yes. And my good friend Elias is going to win this one. Really? And he's going to be the champion and he's not going to know what to do with it. <laughs> that is very true. I was actually thinking about that to, that when I was watching the segment of when he has the championship and he's playing guitar. Where is he going to put that championship? Is he going to is he going to wear it as a belt? Oh, he's going to wear it, and he's going to put a guitar in front of it, or is he going to? He's going to use it as a guitar strap. He's going to use it oh as a guitar my strap. Christ, Ron, that's the best idea. He's going to use it as a guitar oh, that's strap. The greatest idea I've ever heard in my entire life. It's so good. Oh, it's so perfect. That's it's it. Beautiful. Oh so he's going to win, but you think Seth's going to win. Oh, man, I he I think Seth Rollins is going to win, but I can't wait for Elias to win the championship now. Hey, what's the funny thing you're trying not to laugh about on <laughs> on John Mayer's <laughs> Twitter over there? John Mayer wearing pajama pants in his photo shoot. He's oh, wearing a caption. purple hooded sweatshirt, and, and he has pajama pants on. They're just some bad plaid pants, and he's got these purple Nikes on. Oh, what's the caption? It says just new light, hashtag Apple Music. Oh, good. Just about his new album. Hey, who do you think would win in a fight between the current uh, women's SmackDown champion, Carmella, versus Mm. Asuka? Oh, I thought you were going to ask about John Mayer. And John Mayer (laughs) in a triple threat match. (laughs) I think that Asuka would win. But I don't know that that's necessarily indicative of how a one-on-one match between Carmella and Asuka would go. Because I think John Mayer, as as we've proven, it would really throw a real wrench in the gears. John Mayer seems like somebody that just, you know, you never know what you're going to expect from him. I feel his like whole, if you're, I feel like his if you're whole friends with him, he's a lot of fun. His whole branding is all just like weird 1970s stuff now. What's up with John Mayer? What's he I'm doing? sorry I brought this up. I'm sorry that Elias brought this what's up. A, what's John Mayer doing? Matt, we are 50 minutes into this episode, <laughs> and we okay, still have a couple things to okay, talk about. Sure. Um, Oscar versus Carmella. Uh, th- this match came to be basically just because Paige said it was happening and she's the GM. Yeah. Um, I think Carmella's going to win this match. I do too. She's going to retain. I, I think I think some bullshit's going to happen and she's going to win. But at the same time, Carmella is the greatest fighting champion that has ever had the women's SmackDown title. Well, that is true. I also so. think that like Asuka's on an interesting arc and like they they kind of they kind of alluded to it a few weeks ago with uh with the the way that Carmella was like talking some shit and basically saying right. that like you know Oscar won all these matches but then all of a sudden she she lost and now she can't win again kind of thing which I think is an interesting story to tell with that character that's um, not true Oscar's been winning matches well yes yes but the but I mean I think that if she if she keeps losing in in the biggest spotlight you know she can't win at WrestleMania she can't win at Money in the Bank you can start having a conversation of like well is she is she really ready for the for the spotlight is she really ready for the big time um, and that just like gives some nuance to her character and gives her some obstacles to overcome so 
Um, or she just turns heel and starts being a real a real jerk face in order to, to overcome those obstacles. So can, can both of your best Japanese wrestlers be heels? Why not? If both of your title champions can be UFC losers. Yeah. Why can't why can't both UFC Japanese, failures? Why can't all the Japanese wrestlers be bad guys? Well, you know why. Well, sure. <laughs> uh, I let me clarify. I think that Carmella's gonna win because some bullshit's gonna happen, but she doesn't need it to happen. It's just gonna happen outside sure. of her power. Fair enough. But she's she's good enough to win. Yeah. I also do want to circle back around on the on the Seth Rollins, that bastard Seth Rollins versus yes. Elias yes. thing. We didn't mention that uh coach yes. on the announce table yes. said uh that Seth Rollins was disrespecting one of the greatest hip hop artists of our generation. <laughs> And Corey Graves called him out on it and said, what are you talking about? And then Coach said, John Mayer, Jay-Z, what's the difference? Oh, man. Yeah. So yep, there it is. Coach confused John Mayer and Jay-Z you know, for a minute there. You know, I got nothing. Roman Reigns versus Jinder Mahal. <laughs> Roman Reigns versus Jinder Mahal. Roman Reigns versus Jinder Mahal. A Mahal. match that has no stakes, no title. Yep. But I put it pretty high on the list because it has Roman Reigns in it. Yep. And you know how much the WWE loves they, Roman they, Reigns. They love their Roman Reigns, and they love to make him into a bigger deal than he is. Um, yeah, this is a match that is basically just two guys that don't like each other very much for not really a lot of reason. Uh, in my humble opinion, I think Roman's been a real jerk to Jinder Mahal. I and, think everybody has for years. Well, yes, and uh, and and you know he was spearing him backstage, and he was he was attacking him out of nowhere. He beat up his friend Sunil Singh. Uh, you know, it's just he's done a lot of done a lot of really mean things. But do you think he's going to win this fight? I sure do. You think Roman's going to win? Yeah, I do. I mean, I, just, I don't know. It's Roman Reigns. He's going to win matches against Jinder Mahal. They're, like, I, there's no way Jinder Mahal should beat Roman Reigns, even in a non like like WWE fucking loves Roman Reigns kind of thing. There's no real reason that like. That, that Jinder Mahal has the skills to beat Roman Reigns. The reason is that no one living on this planet physically can hinder Jinder. Wow. Wow. So Jinder's... True words have never been spoken. Gonna win. Yes. I'm former putting... United States champion, former WWE champion, Jinder Mahal. The Maharaja. The, the modern-day Maharaja is gonna win. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. We've got one more match left on this card, and I've realized that there's no United States championship match. There's two more matches on this card, and there's no United States championship <laughs> match... There's also no Raw Tag Team Championship match. Yeah. Which is interesting and weird, but Who's fine. the current U.S. champion? Jeff Hardy. Still? Still. Wow. He's not really, like, doing anything with it, which is weird. Like, he, he like, wrestled a match against Shinsuke Nakamura, like a non-title match. Yeah, for, got punched in the dick. Yeah, he did. Got punched square in the dick. Probably deserved it. Probably deserved it. Speaking of, get it, of deserving it, AJ Styles is wrestling Shinsuke Nakamura. Again? Again. For the WWE Championship in a last man standing match, which should be... Hopefully, pretty pretty darn good. I hope. Last man standing. My hopes are high. Means they beat the hell out of each other until one of them cannot get up for a count of ten. For a count of ten. Yes, that is true. So, who do you think is going to manage that? I think that it is finally time for Shinsuke Nakamura to claim his rightful position on top of the WWE pyramid. And then, do you think he's going to keep feuding with AJ? I think so. I think that that the next pay per view that we get will will be. Um, him and AJ Styles, and I I don't know where it will go from there, but I think that these two are going to continue working together for, for a while. Um, Let me run something by you. Okay. I have a fantasy here. A fantasy? A fantasy booking. I think I think things are about to get a little a little blue here. A little no. NSFW, oh. so guard, guard your ears. 
I, folks. Something I blew already. Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the last match of the night, I say, is going to be the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. Sure. That's the, that's the name of this pay-per-view. Even though AJ Vershinsky is a, is a title match, it's the biggest title match that they have going on right now. Yes. for At least for this pay-per-view. But... They had a similar situation last year, but they still did the ladder match last. And that's what I'm basing this off of. Okay. Good good. My good fantasy here. My fantasy is that Shinsuke loses okay. in his match. Okay. But then in the greatest heel move of all time, he runs into the ladder match. Wow. Grabs the contract and immediately cashes it in while AJ is still like very damaged. Wow. That's good. That's a good bit. I like that. I don't think it's going to happen because I don't think that the WWE would do that because they have all these other guys in the ladder match. I don't think they would want to burn the contract immediately yeah. and not be able to use it. As I like mean, they've a, done it before. So, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be. On the same to, day? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There have been same day cash-ins. I think when uh, when Dean Ambrose won it, he cashed in the same day. Yeah. But the, the other thing is, how are they going to get around the idea of, oh, this, this person who wasn't in the match has won it? That's no disqualification. The ladder match? Yeah. Problem solved. I'm going with that then. It's not a great. It, I mean, it's not great. It's not great. I don't it's think not it's going to happen. I think the I odds would are love pretty low. It. I would love it if that happened. I wonder what the Vegas odds are on Shinsuke Nakamura winning the Money in the Bank ladder match. Well, I'm going to go with AJ winning. Okay, versus Shinsuke. I'm okay. going to say AJ retains for about ten minutes. Yes. Now the bold prediction that I heard was that. Uh, well, I just saw this on Twitter, but they were like, "What if?" The, the the last man standing match is the last match of the night. And the winner of the Money in the Bank championship match. Oh, shit. That would and, make more sense. Well, what what they do is is AJ and Shinsuke just beat the hell out of each other. And they're both down on the ground. Right, yeah. And the ref starts counting to 10. And then the person cashes in and just stands there. Because <laughs> they're, like, perfectly fine. Absolutely. And then, like, the guy counts to 10. And the and it's, somebody wins the, the WWE championship without literally ever touching anybody. Because all they had to do was stand there while these two people are knocked out. So who in this ladder match do you think would do that? It's definitely The Miz. It's definitely The Miz. It's 100% The Miz. Fuck. It's good. It's very good. Oh, man. The the people participating in this match, for those who are not aware, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, The Miz, Rusev, Bobby Roode, Kevin Owens, Samojo, and one member of The New Day, which has still not been decided, which is going to be a fun little segment. What if Kenny that. Omega gets it because he beat The New Day at Street Fighter V? That's that's too much. What if that's that the next part of the crossover? Incredible. That would be incredible. You know what? I'm going to call it right now. I'm going to say The Miz. I want The Miz to have this briefcase, if, or I want The Miz to do that thing that you just said yep. where he just immediately cashes in and, and pins whoever won the— And wins the championship, and The Miz walks out of Chicago, the new WWE champion. God. I love it. It's great. It's very, very good. The the uninteresting thing is that I also think that the Miz is going to win this, this for the same thing. reason though. Well, no, I don't think he's going to cash it in immediately, but I think he is the most interesting person to win it. Here is my 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 overarching logic of the Money in the Bank pay per view. Sure, I think that the briefcases are not going to go to the same brand. I think that Raw is not going to get the men's Money in the Bank contract because Brock Lesnar is never around. And it sure. doesn't make any sense for somebody to be bragging about how cool the Money in the Bank contract is if there's not a champion there for them to challenge. So I think the men's one is going to go to SmackDown. Therefore, I think the women's one is going to go to Raw. That's why I think Sasha Banks is going to win the, the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. And that's why I think The Miz is going to win the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. You mean The Miz Money in the Bank ladder match? 
the Mister. He will become the Mister Money in the Bank. Exactly, Mister Mister Money in the Bank. Uh, I like how they said Braun is going to be Monster in the Bank. Yeah, because yeah. that doesn't work the same. Right, it's right. not. That's a different thing. That's a whole other thing. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, they. I. I. I the other thing that is going to be interesting about this match is how are they going to deal with Braun Strowman? Because like everything about the build to this on the Raw side has been, how are you going to deal with Braun Strowman? Um, so I think that that's going to be a big part of the match itself, but I, I don't foresee him winning. I f- foresee him doing some some crazy ladder stunts and probably breaking some ladders. I see him probably throwing Kevin Owens through some ladders. Um, sure. But I ultimately see somebody from SmackDown taking it home. I, man, the other wild card, I, I think that Samoa Joe and Rusev are also both like very interesting oh, absolutely. to have it. Like Rusev would be, I mean, both of those guys could, could talk up having the briefcase, Rusev by way of Aiden English. But um, I think Samoa Joe, it's weird because he's such like a brutal, like straightforward fighter for him to have a prop as dumb as, as the money yeah, in the bank for sure. briefcase is weird. But I think either of them makes sense. But I mean, I I think I think the Occam's razor, right? The the most logical. How do you think solution. the authors of pain? <laughs> hey, remember them? Yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen them in been? weeks. Yeah, they've just disappeared. Um, Occam's razor is the simplest solution. Is the is the best one, right? I don't know about best, but usually the right one, I sure. think, or the the best course of action sure. kind of thing. And I think that that is the Miz. Sure. Well, you, you said it's not interesting that we both picked the same person to win that, but yep. out of 10 matches, we disagreed on seven of them. Yeah, so. I was actually, I'm very surprised with how much uh, disparity we have here, my friend. I, my life is full of despair. There you go. But the good news is we made it. That we did. We, we did. made it through the card under I, an hour. I'm, I'm so sorry that I will not be joining you on the couch this time it's to okay. watch Money in the You're going to be live tweeting from I, the event, though, right? Nope, I'm going to leave that to you. <laughs> what? <laughs> I will give my contributions here and there, but I'm going to be busy drinking a lot of beer <sighs> and... and and watching a lot of wrestling. Oh God! There's, okay, there's four hours of it. I so. guess we're getting another live tweet sesh from from your boy for old from old Ronnie D. Stay at tuned. Least, at least tweet some pictures or some shit oh, before yeah. the I'll, thing I'll, starts. I'll do, I'll do some of that stuff. I'll be chiming in here and there. But I think my uh, if you're gonna be our man on the street, if you're gonna you be know, there, you gotta do something. We'll be. It'll. I guess we'll be tag teaming this one. But I oh, think okay. most of your 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 uh, most of your your action is going to come from old ronnie d over here yeah 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 um so yes do follow along with us on twitter uh later today after you've listened to this podcast uh we are at blind tag cast on twitter we are also uh on instagram and facebook at blind tag cast you'll probably see more of my nonsense my sort of brand of nonsense on the instagram where i'm taking pics um and all that good stuff um, so stay tuned for that. You can also find us at our website, blindtechcast.com, where you can find email our email address and send us more Brock facts. You can also rate and review us on iTunes. We appreciate that. Uh, we want to thank Small Parks for letting us use their song, Restless, as our in-and-out music. We always appreciate that. And with that, my name is Matt, and I have been your face. My name's Ron, and I've been your heel. We'll see you next week. Happy Reset Day. And you're feeling uneasy Cause you're falling